saw that you sent me that album, Sammy Ray and the, what is it? Sammy Ray and the Friends. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do I'm I sound- literally obsessed with them. I can't like stop listening. I'm going to run that album into the ground until I'm so sick of it. I can't listen to it again. Wow. It's one of those. That means you really like it. Yeah. Um, do I sound like raspy to you? Yeah. Oh, I feel like my voice is like, I, I mean, you like, sound like a little like vocal fry. I know. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I feel your... like, um, well, I got a little bit of weed, so I've been smoking a little bit of mm-hmm. flour. Out that's of totally why. So that's probably why, because I never do that anymore. Which is so crazy. Did you ever think I'd say that? Literally never. <laughs> <laughs> we have done a true as I, as I, reversal. As I sit here, though, like having just smoked it yesterday. But truly, I, I don't have it often. I just don't, I don't have access to it, really. I have, <laughs> to, I have to, bless you. I have to do a lot of searching. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm just like in a totally different place up here. Mm-hmm. I don't have the same access. Well, it's going to be legal. Well, it is legal now. It's going to be weird here, though, for a while. Well, yeah, because I have to figure out how to... Colorado, everybody, just in case you forgot. (laughs) They have to figure out, like, all the rules around, like, selling it for recreation and all that bullshit. It's not in gas stations and stuff like that, though, right? You have to go to, like... Oh, my God. Hold on, my dog wants to come in. Yeah, no, you can't just, like, buy it at a bodega. (laughs) (laughs) Shelby, <laughs> you can't just buy it at a bodega. Don't do me like that. I guess I just did myself like that. <laughs> I think I knew the answer to that question before I asked it. Just so everybody. No, knows. it's actually I it's, it's really <laughs> it's really really strict. It's like you have to have a a valid ID. You can't go in unless you're eighteen or over, and they like check your ID like four times throughout the whole process. Are they all like fancy looking like Apple store type places or are some of them like loungy like? Like are some where you can like go somewhere and like smoke a joint in the back and like relax? Um, I've never seen one like that. I don't know if they exist. Um, I, I think, think there are certain rules around that. But um, think, um, but they're, everywhere I've been is like a very, it's like an, it's, it's like <laughs> customer service, man. Like you get a, a bud tender and they are like, what are you looking for? And unless you already know, and then like they make all kinds of recommendations to you. And yeah, it's like a bank. Like you walk in and then like the, the person, there's like the person on the floor. It's like, what can we help you with today? Mm-hmm. And then like, mm-hmm. they lead you to the teller. Mm-hmm. So wild. I know that in Alaska, there were a few places I remember, I think, that had, like, little lounge spots that you could, like, sit in. But we were in Alaska. We were in, like, Ketchikan and, like, Juneau. I know. There's I think that would be no so one cool. Alaska. Alaska's I think it would be so just, cool to make... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say Alaska's just, like, its own little world anyway. So nothing, nothing there was, like, anywhere else. But what were you saying? Um, I think it would be so cool to, like, have a like a record store slash coffee shop slash weed store slash like cat house, like (gasps) latte house. Oh my God. Cat cafe. Yeah. Like with, and like weed and cat cafe or like, yeah. Yes. But but honestly though. So you can like buy stuff and you can like sit there and smoke it. And then you can buy shit from the coffee place and you can pet the cats and you can buy records and you can play records. Yeah. That's gotta be that. It has to exist. 
And all right, you can not include that because someone's going to steal my idea. Okay. <laughs> I'll cut it out. <laughs> all right, we have to actually or somebody out there like make it happen because Lord knows we're both way well, too busy. Sure, make it happen, but I you need to give need me fifty percent of the profits because it's my idea. Need to give credits. Okay. So this was a great episode. At at least I felt this was a great episode. This episode was bomb. This was such a good watch. I love when you are interested the whole time. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. I find myself like nodding off, not Mm -hmm. nodding off, but. Or just like, you know, distracted. Like not really caring. Like the episodes before episode before this one I didn't really care about Hmm. um but this was good we we learned a lot of stuff in this yeah okay so I'm glad let's start with the Joe date because that pretty much is how they start the episode Joe they're in Minnesota Joe gets the one-on-one obvi they like run off in front of everybody and it's like I would be salty if I was one of those dudes (laughs) But I'm so glad that you had the same reaction that I did because I was like watching this whole date and I was just like, Joe's winning. Like, this is it. Like, right. you can't like the, he's the, You can't beat it. He's from there. They have so much in common in terms of like basketball and like understanding that experience and like, Then he was like opening up to her about like his mental health stuff around basketball on the date. And I was just like, oh my God, like they're getting married. He surprised me. Like there, I could, me too. I could really actually see their chemistry like up close on that date. And I think it's always existed because I know the other guys see it firsthand, but they haven't really like shown a cut like that to us. Totally. It was nice to see him kind of, he, I'm I'm not going to say like, massive amounts of personality still from Joe, but he kind of opened up. Yeah. Like you said, I could see more more. about what she liked about him. Like I felt like all the times we saw them together, he was just like kind of quiet, but like he actually did a lot of talking this time. He did, but also a lot of listening and like, he's Mm -hmm. gentle. And then when she said that he reminds her of her dad and her brother, I was like, it's over. And then once I thought about that, I was like, Oh my God, they are so similar. Like when Mm -hmm. she was talking Mm -hmm. to her parents, um, wasn't that at the beginning of the episode too? She was talking to her parents, right? Yeah. She basically was just like updating them on like, I like so many guys. Yeah. And her mother was kind of leading the conversation and her Mm -hmm. dad was kind of just like a gentle, um, but strong presence in the room. And she also Mm -hmm. mentioned at some point that she gets her confidence from her father. So you can Mm -hmm. tell that he exudes some type of, um, unique quality. just is Joe mixed. Are they both mixed? That's a good question. I don't um, know. I don't remember if they talked about that at all. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, I yeah. Never I really know, but he could be. And I, was I was just also, like, hands down, he's winning. I know. It was a real good date. I always think about, um, I always wonder if it's like a choice that they are choosing black um, leads with mixed parents on purpose. Because Matt was also... Yeah, you know, my uh, my down with white supremacy little self is like right. a fucking course. Like maybe course. it's not conscious, but like, yeah. 
I think it is conscious. Somehow more tolerable to I think so, uh, to a wider audience. Yeah, like yeah, that um, aren't so aren't so racist. you know <laughs> racist and I guess educated and um, yeah. So, so I feel like people that aren't, people that don't people that are just surrounded by white people all the time mm-hmm. just. I mean, I'm not saying it's excusable, but they're just like, I feel like they, it was intentional that they have been choosing. Yeah, I believe it. And I'm trying to remember if Rachel is mixed. I don't remember if both of her parents are black, but. Wait, is Tasha mixed? Yes. The Joe date. Incredible. Really good. Bad kisser, dude. Do you, I, I wasn't. I feel like I wasn't paying attention to that. I don't know. I was just like, wow, okay, he's got it in the bag. As I don't know. I Chris S. S would say. <laughs> got it in the bag. Um, yeah, freaking Chris S. Oh, my God. And in, in the middle of this awesome date, of course, it's cutting to him being super insecure. And he's like, I told her the honest truth, blah, blah, blah. No, that was it's during like, Nate's date. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So. My notes are pretty organized this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's all okay. in this break here. So I do I do think that he said it during that. Well, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Okay. But it's like, dude, she just, did you ever think that she just doesn't like you? Yeah. Did you also think that uh, she doesn't owe you fucking anything? Yeah. There's always that one guy. Ugh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then I wrote in here, in all caps, I was like, did you ever just think that maybe she doesn't like you? And then the next note, in all caps also, what's a fifth metatarsal? When Joe was, like, he's saying all his injuries. And it's they were, like, I think it's, like, your pinky toe or something. Yeah, it's definitely. It's, like, one of your toes. Yeah, because what are, aren't these called, uh, ca- oh God, what are the hands called? Ca- it's another, another version of. Handatarsal. Or handatarsal. <laughs> And the tarsals. But then, I don't know. After that, yeah, foot surgery and, like, still bomb at basketball. And then when, yeah. he, was, when he was opening up about saying he had suicidal thoughts, I was like, damn. Yeah. Damn. I know. And they it, just, I, like, connected on a whole other level on mm-hmm. that date. Oh, my because God. Because she was, like, crying when he said that. And obviously so is he. he yeah. But, like. Oh my she God. was and then, so supportive. Did you catch when he just kind of like put his head down and was like, thanks for asking. I know. Oh, I did. Oh I was like, wow. Like he didn't even, he wasn't even like, you know, like uh, trying to like layer it with humor of like, oh, thanks for asking. He was just like, no, like really, yeah, thank you. Thank you for asking. Yeah. It was really <sighs> just the sweetest date. And I, I was like, yeah, yeah, everybody else is definitely in trouble. I mean, the kissing she could work on. I could be wrong, but it just kind of looks like he doesn't really open his mouth at all. Hmm. Looks like it needs some uh, needs some work there. Little adjustments. Little, little adjustments. But yeah, no, but he could also uh, she, just be held back. You know, he could just be like scared. True. I don't know. Um, but they both were just like described it as like the best date ever. Like in my notes, I have uh, in quotations. She said, "Stars aligning date." She did say that, and I was like. Oh yeah. shit! Like that, I just feel like I don't he's know, a I massive mean, contender we'll at happens, this point. But he, yeah. I feel like she's like okay, he's like top two right now. He's top two. It's basically like I think she's trying Nate. to figure out who she's gonna. <laughs> yeah, him and Nate. I I agree. But um, I mean, anything could happen. Who knows? 
Sometimes it seems really good. And then the feelings just aren't there, you know, and we don't, you know, it's hard for us to see that kind of at this point still, but Mm -hmm. um, yeah, super great day. And then I was trying to remember, like, have we ever really zoned this much in on like sports of when she was, when they were both talking about how, you know, sometimes um, if you grow up, you know, really being all into a sport like this, it becomes kind of part of your identity. And then you kind of have to learn to let it go and learn Mm -hmm, kind of where mm -hmm. it belongs for you. And I was like, I don't really think we've ever had like a conversation about this, not recently. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I don't think so. But I thought that was really important because I know for my brother who played soccer his whole entire life, like literally, um, and then was like, you know, went to a D1 school and like did all that and then had a very similar experience of like all that his didn't happen until like during college um, of getting injured and then having to have surgery and then kind of playing, but not feeling like it was the same. And then the same thing happening to his other side. And then, so it was like a very familiar story to me. And it was something that, you know, I don't think people think about unless they have those kinds of people in their lives. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, like thinking that you're going to do this professionally and then being injured and not being able to, and it's not, and it wasn't your choice, like devastating. Devastating. Yeah. And with the injury too, like, I just think how sad would it be if like, you know, like Jason, like, I don't know, like, lost his fingers yeah lost a (laughs) hand or like if I um couldn't walk anymore and I couldn't dance and I mean not even so much like even past the idea of having an injury I feel like having to give up a sport at the at one point in your life like when you were a kid it was like you know you were in academia or whatever and you were always like you know you were in every sport and you could figure out what you wanted to do and then you stick to one thing and it's like you love it you love it you love it and it's like are you going to do it professionally there's like those people that Mm -hmm. kind of are there too where it's like well now what do I do with it I know I'm probably not going to do this professionally because I have these other dreams but like I've been doing this my whole freaking life like now what am I how am I gonna do this now so it's a challenge to kind of figure out how you want to fit it into your life and I can kind mm-hmm. of relate to it in just in the way of, of dance because I feel like it's hard to find um you know opportunities as an adult you know to kind of f- fulfill that sometimes past you know college or you know growing up I was like competition kid my whole life like it was all I mm-hmm. did and sometimes I feel like you know I have a hard time um, like I miss that part of me, you know, like mm-hmm. I miss that aspect and it's like, it'll never be the same kind of thing. Yeah. You know what? That's funny because thinking about like my childhood and I did that with competitive cheerleading when right. I was younger and I did that for a long time and was in gymnastics and like almost said rehearsal <laughs> <laughs> was in practice like every day. And you no, know, I was young. I right. think I started when I was like eight. Yeah. And I did that for a long time up until high school. And then it's interesting because I I never really felt like, okay, what do I do with this now? Because I kind of like subbed, subbed it for theater. Right. But it was definitely something to work through about like acting and like how I wanted to keep that in my life, even though I wanted to pursue something else. Yeah. But I also like, what do I do with the creative side of myself? Yeah. Right. So how do I adjust like being an adult and, you know, having this like childlike, you know, joy about Mm -hmm. this part Mm -hmm. of this part of my life. And especially with them in basketball, it's like, so you can tell it's just such a, had such a huge impact. 
And granted, right. it looks like they both like have done maybe some like semi-professional things and it's still, you know, they're still maintaining it in their life. I've been, mm -hmm. I've been blessed to do professional dance things as well, but in a way it's just like, it's never the same as, as when you were like in that time in your life and growing and it was there with you that whole time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if we've ever really like, yeah, zoned in on that. And I really liked that. And I liked that um, people were able to see, um, you know, a woman talking about her love for sport. Yeah. Yeah. So um, anyway, great okay. day. And I liked that at the end, before the commercial break, they had the suicide hotline. I was like, wow, that's really good too. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're being good very move. responsible about yeah. that. Good move. Mm -hmm. um, so then it's the group date where they're dressed as Vikings <laughs> and fucking Chris S in the stupid center outfit was so funny. Oh my God. When they were all running out and he's like dragging behind I them know. with this like horse butt. <laughs> he had to get that. They're literally calling you a jackass dude. And then Olu had to like spell it out for him. Olu was just like, there's a reason you're the donkey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's so bad and then also her sandy outfit okay she has yeah. like a she has like a grease Sandra vibe D. yeah with the black like the leather and stuff but mm -hmm. anyway um I feel like they thought it was maybe going to be the football players because they're obviously in the stadium and then no they those, totally did and, and then, I think they were kind of disappointed when yeah, they didn't get to like, like meet a football player and like yeah. throw stuff yeah I was like <laughs> not this time guys yeah, then those yeah. guys came out. I, I started laughing out loud. I was like, this is pretty funny. Like, those old guys yeah. just like, oh! <laughs> Show me your best Viking scream. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The Viking screams. Fucking Rick. What the fuck? Exactly. He gets he weirder and puppy weirder. eyes. It was so bizarre. He was, like, making a weird, like, dog growling noise and, like, making a face that you could tell he thought was very intimidating, but he looked like a puppy. Oh, my God. He's so strange. I just wrote, ew, Rick. That's all I wrote. I don't know. It was just, like, so, it was baffling. I don't know. The whole experience, I was just like, whoa. Um, <laughs> oh, happening? my God. And then my baby, my baby boy, my sweet, sweet Brandon no, was sweet. like, oh, my God. When they, when they said they were going to have to scream like that, he literally went, oh, my gosh. He said, oh, my gosh. I was like, oh, my gosh. Bag him up and send me a sample. Yeah. of him because I just need a little bit. He's just a little so mini sweet. Brandon. Mm -hmm. I know. He was like, Oh my gosh. And then Chris no, was so, so stupid. Chris was yeah, so Of bad. course he's complaining the whole time and trying to be like a sourpuss to like send Michelle a signal so that she'll realize, mm -hmm. I don't know. He's upset about something, but literally this is middle school behavior, Christopher. Come on. We He's don't behave worst. like that as adults. We communicate. What, what the happened, fuck is wrong with you? What happened to mini Bobby Flay? We stopped calling him young Bobby Flay because he doesn't deserve it. He now doesn't, but also I learned his name. Right. Also, also now we learned his name. I, if I was going to hang on to young Bobby Flay, if he, if he was a cool dude, because yeah, no. I already said Bobby Flay's that zaddy. <laughs> Um, but he sucks. So now he's just, he's just Chris. I loved how into it she was though. Like I can't with yeah. her. She was like, so into them yelling and she'd be like, Ooh, she was like, she's <laughs> loving it. And then when Clayton, when Clayton came forward and did his, I think her vagina like tingled a little bit. Like you could see it I on just her face. don't get it. 
Like to me, I'd be like, can we not? Why no, are we that's doing what I was this? Saying. Do you remember when I said like she takes that shit seriously? So like <laughs> I'm taking does. it seriously. She really does. Like she she needs these men to be like, you know. She like really know. likes outward uh displays of masculinity as society views it. I mean, I guess I feel like she has like a secret sauce that she needs to taste though, because at the same time she was like to her, she was saying, you know, my father is gentle and not like in everybody's face. So I don't know. No, I know. I think that I think she wants. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. She wants that guy with the perfect humble, humble Mm -hmm. brag, which is hard to nail. (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) But Nate nails it. Um, For sure. Oh, he's cute. Okay, well, so the after party from the group date. Right. After Clayton won, which he deserved. Yeah, 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 I guess he did. I didn't like that green dress. I was like, what the heck is this? I don't remember it was, what it looked it like. It looked like, a, I don't know, it looked like a costume, this one. Like, the glitter was mm-hmm. just really big on it. It was just like a Christmas green, like... Oh, yes, 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 yes. And it had like um. Yeah, like a big, fabric yeah, drape yeah, and thing, a low right? neck. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't okay. love, I didn't love that. Look like something from a mm-hmm. like party city, but nothing on you, Michelle. Yeah, I mean, I don't think she, they dress themselves, do they? Um, actually, she might. So, she, Michelle, if you're listening, which <laughs> I know you are, don't take that personally. Just didn't read as well on screen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the group date. Or I mean, uh, after the group date portion, it's the the party, and Chris S is being such a little brat and basically just like pouting around and being like, uh, "I can't believe Michelle's not coming to talk to me the whole time." But I'm like, "No, no, no, that's not how this works." Like, don't you yeah. see the other guys going mm-hmm. to talk to her? Like, what are what? Yep. This reminds, and this reminds me of Goose for anybody listening that remembers Goose. He was a Chris too, actually, I Who think. the fuck was Goose? He was on, I'm trying to remember whose season it was. I think Becca's season maybe. But he um, started having the same fit saying, like basically saying like, I need her to validate me or else I'm going to leave because she's not showing me what I need to see. And I don't really know why she's not showing me that. And I'm going to go tell her like that. I'm upset about it. Like that kind of bullshit. <laughs> it was exactly what, oh, he but did. he wasn't even like, I'm going to go tell her he, well, I mean, he was during the Nate date, but during this part, he was like, just complaining, just complaining and being like, I don't know. Thinking like you're the bachelorette. Like yeah. <laughs> she's, she's supposed to come to you. Like that's not how this works. Yeah. And I think the guy, I think this was when I was like, these guys are good guys. Like I feel like all of them were like, you can't be like that. And then at one point, I mean, Martin definitely showed his ass later, but he said, I wrote it in all caps. He said, you can't be pride. He said, you can't be prideful. You can't be insecure. You can't be jealous. It's like, those are the three fucking rules. But then he turns around as insecure and is like, I'm not saying I need you to validate me, but validate me is essentially what happened when he talked to Michelle talking about Martin. Oh, but then also had some weird fucking misogynistic comments about high maintenance women. And God damn, I love her. I love her so much. She was like, well, what makes a woman high maintenance? I know that didn't get by her for that didn't slip by her for one second for a hot second. And he was like, oh, well, you know, thinking that 
you know, man's going to come in and take care of anything. And literally in my brain, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Dudes come in thinking like, oh, I'm going to get taken care of, meaning like cooked, cleaned, and you fucking like dick sucked, you know, like, yeah, who, who, who's what? No, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Nobody's talking about that here. Literally. Do if you are even bringing that up with Michelle, like, there's something wrong with you. Well, I don't <laughs> even remember so how it started. From- he was like, he was like, did he basically ask her if she's high maintenance because girls in Miami are high maintenance? He was like, oh, because are you like girls in Miami are high maintenance? Is that how it started? I think so. It was like something about. I think he kind of said it like jokingly, right. of like, oh, you're gonna, not high maintenance. I was gonna say, um, like girls in Miami, like they're really high maintenance, and then she was like, well, what makes a woman high maintenance? <laughs> Um, yeah, he handled it really bad. I feel like it started off as like, kind of like a joke, but I feel like she, she's not letting anything slip by her. So she just just so funny. No. Yeah. And it's like misogynistic. Yeah. And then, and then he has the audacity in his interview to be like, I don't think she got what I was saying. Like, no, she did. She got it perfectly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Basically like, okay, girls in Miami might be something, but it's not that. You know what I mean? Like you, like you don't need to be saying that about women because who knows what he's even considering high maintenance, like in general. And then just not something that you even need to be talking about. And just like not like just the assumptions about women. Yeah, exactly. Right. When there are men who are, you know, the same type of characteristic. Right. Like it's a super outdated, like it's super outdated, Mm -hmm. like. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like something like, uh, again, like whenever these guys blow it in conversations with her, I just think of like when you're at the bar and like some guy tries to say something cute to you and just like, oh my God, never in my life. And you're like, just like, how do like I- did you think that through before yeah, you said it? Yeah. And like- then you're just like, de- you're like desperate to get away. Like, see you never. See you never. <laughs> yeah. Like that. <laughs> Ooh, it was really cringy. It was not good. He did not yeah. handle that good. So I think it's kind of over. And I feel like it was on its way out anyway. I don't know. There's just something that doesn't work there. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Like, I don't, Chris is not, I mean, Martin is not it. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Martin's Um, not it. Chris is not it. (laughs) Obviously Chris is not it. At one point when he was like, I'm in shock. Like that she was, (laughs) she wasn't like doing what he wanted. I was like, dude. Oh, well. Also, what's a, she's a what's a commodities broker? That's oh, what it's a is. finance thing. No, he's a finance bro. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like, he comes off like a finance bro, too. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, okay, then during the night portion, she gives Clayton the group date, Rose. Um, oh, yeah. Ob- yeah, obviously, yeah. That was, um, I was not Which surprised. I did not see coming I feel like she was just like turned on by him today like yeah his about vibe. his like yeah and his he's likingness like, yeah and he's like very like he's very fit and like very tall so I feel like she was just kind of like taken by him and wanted to give him some attention because he has been like patiently waiting even though he might be a little awkward it feels like he's come out of nowhere I know because I think like how he is he like, still that far remember when he was like <laughs> I think I could jump leap, like leaps over these, like I could leapfrog all these guys right now. He kind of did. 
Yeah, I guess you're right. And he won. So I think he finally like was into his confidence. Um, Mm -hmm. And then before she gave the rose, oh my God, how, how cute was it when, um, they were all sitting, like, waiting for her to come sit down. And then Brandon says to Chris, he's like, you've been smacking your lips like you want to say something. So go ahead and say say, say what you'd like to say. I was like, ew, get a little baby. Yes. yes. Oh, my God. And wait, before when he sat down with her, we totally breezed by this. We have to mention this. When what? he sat with her, looks like Brandon? a good, Yeah, yeah, on the, at the cocktail party. Looks like a good kisser also. And Mm -hmm. he said his honesty, he was like, I don't know if it's me, but I'm just letting you know that I'm investing myself fully anyway. Oh my God. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, that was so pure. And I feel like that that took her back too. Like it was just so like sweet and like, um, and like not calculated at all. Like you could tell he wasn't doing it to be like, Hey, I'm telling you how I feel about you. Make sure I get a rose. It was just like, yeah, so adorable. And it it shows that he's probably not going to cause any sort of like jealousy issue in the future. You know, I I don't know, man. The previews were showing him being kind of jealous. No, if he starts to look bad, I'll be so sad. But anything can happen. But I really appreciate that, at least in that moment. Like, because that's all the girls are. That's any that's what any lead is asking for. So it's like, right. when people have a hard time doing that, it's like, you're not being fair. You're not respecting this. You need to relax. I feel like it was just so nice that he laid that out on the table for her. It was like, she's probably Mm. dying for someone to say something like that. So the fact that he said that I feel made her feel definitely really safe because he's going to invest himself anyway, or he's going to try his damn hardest. And if it's not him, he understands. I know it's Jason. Always. We're busy. Hello, this is Bed Batch and Beyond Podcast. You're live on the air. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to order a loofah for my ass crack. You would like to order a loofah for your ass crack. <laughs> <laughs> Can I call you back? No, I'm on a payphone, ma'am. You're at a payphone. No, you're not. It's your, <laughs> your phone. I can see it. I love you. Okay, I love you. Bye. He's- <gasps> Please keep that in. Yeah, that was great. Um, um, anyway, I thought she was going to give Brandon the the group date rose again, and that would have been like three in a row for him. But, um, but he didn't. She gave he it wanted to Clayton. It. <laughs> oh, of course he did. And she kind of like teased it a little because he was he like, <laughs> and then she was like, but Clayton. <laughs> I know. But I think she, I don't think she meant to tease him. I think she just tries to like let the guys know like when she truly appreciates, appreciates them. Yeah. 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 She's she's having a great time. Katie, I feel like was like ready to was throw miserable. up. Yeah, Katie was ready to throw up at every turn. Michelle's like living her life. She's like falling on these guys, laughing. Like, yeah, but s- I think, I mean, based on the previews, I think that her her sobbing, crying phase is coming because oh it's going to get That's harder. True. Yeah, you're right. It is going to get harder. But I feel like even at this point, I can't remember Katie like living really this enjoying much. it. Yeah. She was making out with everybody hardcore, but like yes. there, there were there were less like moments right, and like right, right, real right. real shit happening. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, Katie. I just feel like that's true. I don't know what happened. I still love her. I still love her. Um. Okay. So Nate, one on one. Right. Or is there anything that you wanted to say before that? No, I don't think so. I'm trying to look. Um, although another thing, another thing that a guy said that I appreciated was Casey also said the line that like 
probably Michelle and any bachelorette would be dying to hear. He was like talking about Chris needing attention. He was like, mm. what kind of idiot are you? <laughs> he said that. I think in front of the other guys, I, I don't remember if it was in the, the confessional or what, but what kind of idiot are you? And then he was like, we're here for her. Like said it. And I was I like, think that mm-hmm. was a, I think right. that was during the, the night portion <laughs> of the group date. Cause I remember them sitting on the couches yeah. and he was like, we're here for her. Yeah, Like, like again, the other all, way around again, like with the, with the jacket in the pool, all the guys were like, you are immature. This mm-hmm. is dumb. Like, I, I think that was the point where I was like, yeah, all these guys, most of these guys are, are pretty top notch. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway, before that didn't save Casey from being eliminated. So no, it didn't. Um, but, um, before the Nate date, as he was coming up to her, his smile. So cute. I also think he has a fake tooth like me. I think he has like the crown on one of his front teeth. Just, (laughs) just, just a side note. I was like, Oh my God, we're so much like, um, I feel like Nate's personality with like Joe's person, like if Joe and Nate could like come together, merge into dream, one dream she, man, dream yeah, man yeah, for her. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like yeah. Joe, like Nate's personality and charm and then Joe's heart and, and sensitivity. soul and sensitivity and basketball shit. <laughs> you know, that's like a whole nother yeah. game for them. Just basketball business, man. That's, they got a, they got a vibe. Yeah. They have a vibe with yeah. that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Nate's date. Love, okay, so Nate meets it. the friends. Perfect. When I found out he was going to hang out with the friends, I was like, this is yeah. perfect for him. Yeah, me too. But his panicked face when she was like, it's going to actually be a group date. And he was just like, okay. I know. Cause actually, <laughs> I think he was expecting to turn around and see some of the dudes. I kind of was too. Honestly, because that's happened. Yeah, no, I know it has, but... Um, so it was her two best friends, um, who were funny. Cause they were like, we're going to grill you. But then like, we're like, okay, we like you now. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Those friends were so good. They were like, so they were going on and on about her and the things they said about her were so kind and we're like so nice. sweet. And I love how Michelle wasn't even like, Oh, you guys. Oh my God. Like Michelle was just like taking it in and looking at him and being like, yeah, that is me. You know, I know, right? But God, in a way, in a way that was that so like, I know, but in a way that isn't like, you know, it was just no, like, that wasn't like, ew, I can't believe she's not saying thank you. It was just no. like she looked very grateful, but she also was like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, and, and you know, those are her friendships that she's nurtured. It's like, yeah, right. these are my friends. Like, I'm a good friend. I'm a good person, and anyone should be able to like, you know, live in that moment when their friends are talking about them like that so it was just mm-hmm. nice to see I was like oh love that love her driving the boat I love that they like hang out I in know. the summers on the boat so, so cute. cute yeah love it uh, love yeah it. I like I really liked that whole day and like they went swimming and jumped in the lake and- yeah that I would have had such a fun time on that day too and it was perfect for Nate and I love how he could relax when he saw the girls running towards him and her and he was like oh squad I was like yeah, yeah squad. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And I think that he, I, didn't he say something about like being really happy that it was this date? Cause like, I don't know. I don't remember. He said something about that. I feel like Can't um, exactly. maybe just like seeing her in her element, like with her friends or something. I feel like any date that you get in the hometown is like, you're really lucky. That's why Brandon, the poor thing yeah. is so excited on the plane. I think he wants a hometown date. So freaking bad. He does. He really does. <laughs> No, I hope he gets one. This, what would a boy I know he 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 should get one, but 
Um, are we going to get real hometowns though? Because we literally like went to her I feel hometown. Like, and I, I feel like they're going to stay there until the hometowns and then go somewhere else. But I'm saying like, we used to literally go to the top four's hometown. So I was like, so does this mean the in, the reintroduction of hometowns are coming back? Like real ones? Oh, I assumed because they're like traveling. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. And then when I thought about that, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be so great if we get real hometowns. I miss those episodes or that episode. So good. Mm-hmm. Unless all the conversations are the same, but usually the hometowns are so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, so the whole day portion of the Nate date, Nate date, <laughs> yeah, was super freaking cute. Um, I loved when her friend said, "Stay in your power." She was like, "Just yes. stay in your power and um, trust your gut." Like mm-hmm. that's your best friend right there. Stay in your power. I love that. I love that too. Yeah, Nate's hot, man. I even like his dumb earring. Like, oh, wow. uh, it's fine. It's like whatever. I'm not sure about the cross earring or the. The eyebrows. It's the eyebrows. I would like them to be a little less right. Shaved you are like clean. You you are an eyebrow um, observer. There's been eyebrow <laughs> issues before with you. <laughs> there have been. I guess the eyebrows are a big thing. <laughs> they are. They're they are for a lot of people. And sometimes, like you forget about your eyebrows, and then you look at them, and you're like, oh damn, I need to groom those. Yeah, well, I guess I never had that problem. Like, my eyebrows were always so thin that, like, I've always had to, like, fill them in. Yeah. But uh, anyway, his eyebrows just look, like, very, very groomed. Like, I would like just a little, like, but I also love a scruffy man. Yeah, he also looks like he's the kind of guy to go and get his nails done, like, trimmed and buffed and stuff. I wouldn't be surprised. If he gets his nails, whatever. Done. I love that about a dude. Right. No, I love that to too. To that. Right. I just feel like he's like, he has like a skin. He's like that kind of guy. Yeah. He yeah. has a skincare routine. Yeah, I feel like he goes yeah. to get them threaded. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> and a nail buff is like, guys be looking fine with a nail buff. Yeah. You know what? Carly's husband uh, will go and get like pedicures with her sometimes. Yeah. You said and obviously that. he'll just like, you know, not put polish, but like yeah. whatever. If they buff them. Yeah. The, gu- the yeah. guys just do like, they, they do a okay one more mm-hmm. time a buff i said it like a billion times a uh, buff do they buff them a bunt a bunt a bunk cake a bunk cake <laughs> no 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 cake has a hole in it <laughs> a bent a bent a bunk bent cake a bent that is one of my favorite movies because it's so similar to my situation now except my family is not that waspy <laughs> yeah they're just like Waspy a very loud version of white family <laughs> <laughs> they're just fun with all your matching shirts for your grandma oh my grandma anyway anyway um, this this anyway. date also had an amazing dinner conversation that was interrupted by fucking mini flay right well Whatever that he didn't he didn't even overshadow it because no. the conversation was was really great and it was about um, how she was talking about how she got really sick and she felt like the last serious relationship she was in that the guy wasn't there for her when she was really sick and I was like oh that's horrible and then she went um, you know she tells the whole story kind of like in I knew real exactly time. where it was going I was like I know I know exactly what this is because I was just thinking about 
you. Honestly, I didn't see it coming. I was like, oh, like what was wrong with her? Like I was expecting her to say that she had some sort of like, I don't know, rotavirus or I don't know, something that made her really, or um, what's it called? Uh, mono. Like maybe she was really mm-hmm. sick because that knocks you out for a long time. Mm-hmm. And she was like telling the story in real time, uh, you know, as, as herself, I feel like what she thought was going on. She was like, I was just really sick and he wasn't there for me. And then at the end when she said, and I realized that my sickness was anxiety from that relationship and my heart, my mouth just dropped. I was like, oh my God. And she told, I feel like the way that she had retold it, it's like, that's what it feels like to you. You're like, you don't see it at first. Mm -hmm. You're Mm kind of just like, wow, why am I so sick? I have like no appetite. I can't shit. I weigh like 90 pounds. And it was like, I didn't even, it didn't even like register to me what was really going on. And then I remember one time I, I looked at a picture of me or something and I was like, oh, and then I think that's when, you know, the relationship started ending and whatever. And then my mom saw me when she came to come to come see me in Queens and she just started crying when she saw me because I was like a stick mm-hmm. and that's real shit. And I feel like that was really important that she spoke about how she was physically sick Right. And, and she's like, I couldn't keep anything down. Right. We thought about putting in like a feeding tube. Right. And, like, and imagine that's all just from fucking anxiety. And it's, that is a real thing. And I never really knew what, and anxiety manifests in, in lots of different ways. Everybody experiences anxiety differently. But for me, it was a physical manifestation of anxiety. And I think I've said that in a couple mm-hmm. episodes back, but I loved it. It was just another poignant conversation and another conversation of, oh, well, you know, that happened to Michelle. Did that happen to me? Like, I'm sure so Mm -hmm. many people were able to relate to that story. Mm -hmm. And just the way that she, like, capped it off like that, I was like, she she set it up nicely, I feel. Yeah, she's a wonderful storyteller. (laughs) Right, I feel like she, but she knew that I, I think she knew it was just important. And I Mm -hmm. think she, she's using her lead status, like in lots of different ways. Like, I feel like she's using it, you know, to find her husband, but also she realizes that she's on a national platform, but she's not overdoing it. There are just Mm -hmm. moments where she kind of like, she's really real and honest. She's really real. And she challenges the guys and she brings things up that she knows are important, not only for them to hear, but for, you know, she's being filmed. We're not going to, this isn't like, it's not like everyone tries to forget that that's what's happening. It's like, she's on a set. They are being filmed. Mm-hmm. like sure this is a journey for her but this is a television show yeah so I feel like there are moments where she knows how important it is for people to see what she's gonna say or do and I just really found it um really profound this one and I feel like um Nate didn't really even understand until the end and I feel like he kind of had to think about what that meant and it's mm, true yeah anxiety yeah, but makes I don't you remember sick sometimes I don't remember what he said because I don't have it written down, like what he responded back to her. But I do remember him being like comforting, right? He was comforting. Yeah. Um, I guess I didn't really write down uh, either, but. I guess if I didn't write down anything bad about his reaction, it was fine. (laughs) Yeah. I think that he, um, I know. I actually but it was like it. Inter- that was I so I think as that conversation came to an end and then he was like being really sweet to her and then I think he was like starting to try and tell her like how he felt and then yeah. Chris walked in that's right 
Although I knew he probably would have been really supportive because he handled a lot of questions that the girls were asking him on the boat really, really well. Really, really well. And I don't think yeah, it's when he was, he was like, smooth. you know, I think Michelle can make her own decisions. Right. And I was like, oh, he right. done did it. <laughs> but at the same time, it takes a guy with confidence to like, you know, live there like that. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's an act. I, I, you know, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure he's just dope. Um, I'm pretty sure he's just dope. Okay. So Although, I no, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Um, I was going to say, although I do not like this one thing that he does, but <laughs> I don't know him. <laughs> what is the one um, thing? He always like smiles when it's like an uncomfortable situation. Like he did it when the whole Peter and Will thing was happening. He was like kind of like smiling, laughing. And then like in his interview, he said he was like, I know I was like laughing at the time, but I was also just kind of like in disbelief that that, that was actually happening. But then he did it again when Chris S came in. He was like smiling and like laughing. And like, I just feel like that's a weird reaction. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he knows it's weird if he talked about it. <clears throat> I guess so. Yeah. But I was like, why are you doing that? Like, I liked just... his face though. His face was like, <laughs> like oh. and he was like, what, is you, what are you doing so here? <laughs> I, had a, I had a thought for the first time. Let me, okay, hear me out. Do you think it just clicked when I was watching? Do you think that producers surprise other producers? Like, do you think that the producers that were, you know, on the schedule supposed to be on the Nate and Michelle date, you know, the guys behind the camera and the guys like that direct the, the scene flow or whatever, like the guys that are in that room with them, you know, and then there's a whole nother group of uh, producers and film crew at the house, like with the guys. Well, from what I understand each like each, yeah, they each have a member producer. has a right. producer assigned to them. But so basically, I'm just asking, do you think that they surprise each other? Like for the element of like realness, because it almost kind of seemed like the camera guys didn't know that he was coming. And all of a sudden he kind of showed up and the cameras like spun around and looked at him. And do you think that the producers were like, Oh, we're getting jumped. Like, do you think that that's like, no, a thing? I think that they, I think that they no. I think that, I think producers do a lot to like mess with the contestants and like push them to do things. And then I think whatever happens, they just go with. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, do you think, but I don't think that they surprise. I understand what you're saying. I don't, (laughs) I don't think that they surprise other producers because like, they're all just working to make something chaotic happen. Like, I don't think it's ever like a surprise or like, I'm sure if he's on his way over, then someone's radioing someone else else, and being like, Hey, Chris S is coming over and they'll be like, okay. And I think that they probably include like that camera switch because they have stationary cameras because you could see him walking in. They did the camera switch for a dramatic effect of like, Oh, it's unscripted. It's unplanned. Okay. I don't know. I kind of had a fun little thought, like, what if they do do that sometimes? Like, it's to possible. Make, I, it's to just, make it more it legit, but I don't, I don't know. I just thought of it because it just seemed, like, so weird because he didn't, they, they didn't even let, like, I thought it was weird that they didn't let him talk. Like, you were like, I think he was, like, going to go respond, and then all of a sudden Chris walked in. And I feel like if it was planned, they would have let him respond first. So, I don't know. But I'm saying I don't know that there's, like, an actual, like, planning of it. Like, okay, we're going to get Chris to interrupt this date. It's, like, they probably were, like, hey, Chris is mad. I bet we could get him to, like, do something crazy and, like, 
go interrupt them for a dramatic effect. I'm going to show and up. Like, she asked me to show up. She asked yeah, me and like and, to show up. Yeah, and, and be up. like, you know, I bet you'd be appreciated if you like went and told her this right now. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, like doing that sort of thing. And then, you know, if it starts to happen, they let the people on the other end know that this is what's coming. That's I don't know. This is what I would assume based on yeah. what I know about production and right because they do have to be organized. Yeah, yeah. they're they're like it's a tight ship on a film set. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway. Chris comes and interrupts and is just so fucking stupid. And she had the best best response. She Literally was just like, the best. I just you know I want a man who's going to support me and not speak for me. <laughs> And I said that I said that when that whole thing happened that he just like, didn't even let her get a word out and said something. And I was like, that was the wrong move, dude. Yep. And who said you interrupt her when she's speaking? Who said, who said that to him? Mm, Some, I think maybe when the guy saw her, um, going to walk him out, I think maybe someone said it there. Like he's always, Mm -hmm. Yeah, basically the the guy. The, I loved that someone said that. I quoted it, so someone must have said, "You interrupt her when she's speaking." I'm like, don't, because that's true. He does do that. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah, just like, I'm she frustrated that you like, spoke for me. Yeah, and she had the best comments about the group date. She was like, "I could tell that you weren't in a in a good mood, but like, I wasn't going to like." She was acting like an adult and being like, "He'll handle his feelings. I'm not going to stop everything that's going on so that I can dote upon him." Right. And he, I think he, I think he called her fake. He was like, you were being fake to me during the group date. I didn't get to talk to you at all. Like I didn't have any time with you. And she was like, what? (laughs) I think she, she was cool, calm and collected. I think it was easy for her to boot him. But it was she, she was clear that she didn't give a fuck. And yeah, like, she was very was clear just there for producers. And she was like, yeah, no, this is not it. Let yeah. me walk you out. And I loved that on the walkout, there was no handhold. Cause that always makes me cringe when they hold hands on the, on the way to the goodbye. So there was no handhold. I mean, that doesn't make me cringe if it's someone who like, that they clearly have about. a strong yeah. connection with. But sometimes when people don't, it's like, they feel obligated or something. It's just like, ew. Yeah, and you're like, And then, oh my God, how fresh was it when she came back into the room? And I feel like she was so excited to see him again. And he was so excited to see her. Yeah. She was like, oh my God. Yeah, Nate. And then she's like, where were we? Yeah. She apologized and said, where were we? And he said, no, no need to apologize. It's none of my business. He said, I don't even want to know what happened. I was like, yes. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Him and Joe, man. Fucking Uno and Dos. Yeah, so that date was really good. And then, oh my yeah. God, before the ro- before the rose ceremony or before the um, before the cocktail party, the cocktail party when Nate was like happy as fuck, like, so who's nervous, y'all? I know. <laughs> like, well, not you. <laughs> but I think didn't she say she's falling for Nate during one of her interviews after that? Uh, probably. It's, it's I think obvious. she said she's starting to fall for Nate, but like yeah. two duh. great dates. Two great dates. Yeah, two good like guys. Two just like firework dates. Yeah, they Nate. literally got fireworks. I was like, here they go. That's the firework true. <laughs> shot. There's always the yeah. firework shot. Um. Okay. So then we have the cocktail party. Right. I love when um, Casey gave her the the glass of wine. It was like, that's Riesling. I was like, no one's ever said what the drink is. He was like, there you go. That's Riesling. I know, right? He's like, so like, here, my lady. Mm-hmm. With the assist, yeah. Um, this dress, fire. Loved. Loved. 
Absolute fire. So this is when, oh wait. This was is this the, when the Martin thing happened? Um, yeah, I think yeah, this, this is when, when the Martin, Martin thing, thing happened. happened. This was also okay. when um, Air, uh, freaking Rick again. Ew, what the hell was that runway walk? I was terrified. I was like, oh, oh, bro, you're stiff. You're so stiff. It was the most terrifying <laughs> thing. He scares me in like a gentle way more and more every episode. I was like... <laughs> Red flag. I don't know what, like, what are you Like, if you suddenly heard that he snapped and, like, killed someone in cold blood, it would make sense. (laughs) He, that was out of this world when she was like, let's get a runway walk. I, I, it was disturbing. I was like, that was not good. Like, that wasn't even funny, not good. He he turned around and, like, gave her this, like, like, (sighs) Like, it was, was so like, weird. great. And she was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. And then she ran off to Martin, who put his foot in his mouth. Yeah. Martin's stupid. He needs to go. I was surprised she gave him a rose, honestly. I really didn't think that she was going to. I know. And it showed that, it showed that she thinks that it was a little bit of a miscommunication. I feel mm-hmm. like he, he definitely looked really dumb. But I feel like she kind of was able to think about how, okay, not his finest hour, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, still something there. So it was surprising, but I, I also, like, understood it. Yeah. Because I wrote, I wrote um, uh, not sure how bad that was with Martin. I don't know if we can let that go. Like, I couldn't really figure out how she was interpreting it. So I guess that's our answer. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm over it now. I hate him. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like it either. Well, I know I there it's not him. It's just yeah. like I feel like it's just friend vibes. Yeah. And at this yeah. point, I wouldn't blame her for keeping guys that she just feels comfortable talking to, even if she knows it's not them. Cause at this point, it's like that's comforting. <laughs> yeah, it's comforting. And I mean, imagine like going back and forth all the time between like I can only have one, like I can only pick one. And like I'm having so to make decisions one. and I don't know. I feel like at one point you kind of have to compartmentalize and be like, okay, well, these are like my guys that, you know, have my back and tell I can know about what's going on in the house. And these are the guys that, you know, just make me feel relaxed and like, they're my friend and like, these are my contenders, you know, you kind of have to be able to keep all of them around. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't, I I don't, what? No, I would go ahead. Go ahead. We'll move on. I was going to say, I don't really have that many um, notes about this portion of it other than the Martin thing. Um, yeah, me neither really. So I guess it wasn't like super exciting, but anyway, so the, then we get to the rose ceremony. Right. Um, and who did she send home? Casey and Casey and Leroy. Who is Leroy? Leroy? Oh, I don't know, but he had, he had a, a great outfit on yeah. during the group date. Oh my God. For the night portion of it, he looked so freaking good. Yeah. I feel like both those guys could be the one that got away, but, um, yeah, I don't know about Casey. I don't feel like they ever really had that much of a yeah, connection. Yeah. At least they didn't show it to us if they did. Yeah. Didn't, uh, didn't quite make the cut, but how funny was it that, um, I literally forgot that Tasha and Caitlin existed in this episode until they showed up here. They had cut every, they cut every single portion of the episode that they were in. Mm-hmm. And it was like jarring. Like I saw them and I was like, oh yeah, you guys. 
Yeah. You know, it's funny. I didn't think about that, but now that you say it, like I was like, Oh, right. Like towards the end when they, they got to were... retire that they got to retire those two. It was like a pandemic adjustment. I feel like it needs to. No, I don't think they need to retire them. I think they just need to like separate and define the roles. Yeah. Because I feel like Tasha is really, honestly, I like Tasha better than Caitlin as a, as a host. Well, Caitlin is the one that ends up, well, I guess they kind of are dividing the rules because Caitlin is always the one that sits down and has like the heart to hearts with them. But and so does Tasha. I guess. Yeah. I feel like Tasha kind of more runs the show. And then yeah. Kate, Caitlin that's is like how the they goofy. Should, that, then that's how they should like split it. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like they need to wear like, I don't know. I almost they need to like have their outfits hot, coordinated. They yeah. just, and sometimes how hot they look, I feel like is disrespectful to Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes Tasha is like a freaking snack. Like, and it's I mean, like, it's not her fault. She's so hot. I know it's really not her fault, but I want to date Tasha and Michelle. <laughs> I feel like I wish they were more coordinated. I wish the outfits were a little bit more like, um, a little bit more, I don't want to say toned down, but I mean, they're not the lead. Yeah. I feel Mm. like sometimes I I think there needs to be like a uniform kind of like Chris Harrison had a uniform essentially. He was always wearing a pantsuit. Give them pantsuits. Yeah. I want a pantsuit. They would look bomb in one. I I want a white pantsuit for like my bachelorette. Yeah. I feel like I wish they made them look like more professional in terms mm. of like, cause sometimes they just look like contestants on the show. Remember that time when they both had just like glitter dresses on? I it was too them. much. Yeah. But that was early on too. Yeah. But they're not contestants. They're, you know, so anyway, mm. anyway. Uh, all right. Well, I guess that's, that's it for this episode, right? Yeah. That's it. Michelle's in love with like six people. That's what they teased. She is. Yeah, I know. They teased her being like, you know, everyone's telling me that they're my person or no, that I'm their person, but like, I can't be everyone's person. person. I was yeah. like, Ooh. Yeah. Well, she right. can't. So it's about to get hard. I know but. it's true, but it was just like, she says it. I love it. Yeah. Her. For sure. Well. Well, we did it. That's the wrap up. This was a good one. My voice hurts. I feel like I'm going to sound like Rick. uh, You really don't sound as bad as you think you do. I thank you. Well, I definitely feel like I need like a mug of tea. Yeah, go have some, a spot of tea and honey. Yeah, spot of tea. Tea and crumpets. All right. Well, we'll do our sign off. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye 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 it's a little pitchy, but <laughs> a little flat and a little sharp. Somehow we managed to be both. 